You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we have, the, we have a rather lengthy passage. It's 1 Timothy 5, all of chapter 5 until chapter 6, verse 2. So I'm going to read the passage and then just make a few brief comments about it. Paul writes this, Do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as you would a father. Younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters, in all purity. Honor widows who are truly widows. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents. For this is pleasing in the sight of God. She who is truly a widow, left all alone, has set her hope on God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she who is self-indulgent is dead even while she lives. Command these things as well so that they may be without reproach. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for the members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Let a widow be enrolled, if she is not less than sixty years of age, having been the wife of one husband, and having a reputation for good works. If she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of the saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to every good work, but refuse to enroll younger widows. For when their passions draw them away from Christ, they desire to marry, and so incur condemnation for having abandoned their former faith. Besides that, they learn to be idlers, going about from house to house, and not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies, saying what they should not. So I would have younger widows marry, bear children, manage their households, and give the adversary no occasion for slander. For some have already strayed after Satan. If any believing woman has relatives who are widows, let her care for them. Let the church not be burdened so that it may care for those who are truly widows. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox when it treads out grain, and the laborer deserves his wages. Do not admit a charge against an elder except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all, so that the rest may stand in fear. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of the elect angels, I charge you to keep these rules without prejudging. Do nothing from partiality. Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands, nor take part in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. No longer drink only water, but use a little wine for the sake of your stomach and your frequent ailments. The sins of some people are conspicuous, going before them to judgment, but the sins of others appear later. So also good works are conspicuous, and even those that are not cannot remain hidden. Let all who are under a yoke as bondservants regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and the teaching may not be reviled. Those who have believing masters must not be disrespectful on the ground that they are brothers. Rather, they must serve all the better, since those who benefit by their good service are believers and beloved. Teach and urge these things. I'm going to highlight very briefly the two big topics Paul speaks about in this passage. 
And in classic Pauline style, he names his topic and then follows it down a spirit-inspired rabbit trail. He, he, he starts talking about how to deal with people of different ages and genders in the church. And then he says, speaking of uh, older women and speaking of widows, let me tell you this about widows. And then he talks about how, the, how uh, a widow's family member should be taking care of her and, and in that sense to free the church from those financial obligations. Speaking of finances in the church, let's talk about how much an elder should receive or how an elder should be compensated. So Paul just kind of goes from one topic to the next. And as he thinks on one topic, then goes off, as I said, into a spirit-inspired rabbit trail. This is how the spirit intended the scripture to come to us. And it kind of goes along with Paul's personality. So first, Paul tells Timothy how to deal with people of different ages and genders in the church. Again, that leads him to a discussion on widows where he calls for the members of the widow's family to care for them. And this comes up a few times in this passage. And And he talks about widows and those who are truly widows. And when he says truly widows, he's talking about people who do not even have family to take care of them. So the idea is if someone's spouse dies, if a lady's spouse dies, then her children and grandchildren should be caring for her financially, making sure she is okay. If those people don't exist, then the church should be caring for her. If there aren't any family members do this, this becomes the primary concern of the church, he says. He also indicates that the godliness of a widow, by the way, is very important. He gives them instructions on how to how to live now and what to do and the type of character to have. So that's the first topic. He goes through a series of people in the church and then narrows in on how to care for widows. Secondly, Paul speaks about elders and leadership. And he starts by speaking about compensation for elders who rule well and specifically who labor in preaching and teaching. That leads him into a discussion on how to admit a charge of sin against an elder. And what we learn is that an elder or pastor is not above accountability. There may be a time, and there is a process for, bringing a charge of sin against them. And potentially, this could be a public charge. And finally, Paul talks to to employees of believing masters and says, don't take advantage of them just because they're believers. In fact, serve them better all the more because they are beloved people. They are precious to God. So, why is this important for us? You may not have to care for a widow right now. This is important to us because this isn't just Paul writing to Timothy. These things are for the church today to practice as well. This is the word of God as much as much today as it was in the first century. Paul is training his young protege, protege in pastoral ministry, and it's important for us to understand these truths because they are the word of God for us today. So I hope today is just just a, a way of reminder to show you how to care for widows, why pastors deserve compensation, those who labor at preaching and teaching, how to work for a Christian employer. These are the things we must understand as we continue to be Christ followers and hang on every word of his. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are-